The Hokanui Breakfast Show with Connor Kitto Podcast. Leader of the Opposition, Judith Collins, joins me on the phone. Good morning, Judith. Oh, good morning, Connor. Um, it's awesome to have you on the show, Judith. It means a lot to a lot of voters down here in the south because small rural towns like Gore, Belclutha, Winton often get glazed over by the mainstream yeah. media. Not by us. Not no, by good. Us. That was my first question. <laughs> what does it? What do small towns like Gore and Belclutha and Invercargill mean to national? Well, incredibly important. In fact, um, I was down in Southland uh, just end of last week yeah. on Friday uh, announcing has been announced around TY Point, but obviously we didn't get to Gore and Balclutha and Winton, but um, what we did do is um, talk about the issues that they needed to know about, which is uh, some of the so-called reforms of the government around agriculture, which will be very, very difficult for people in those areas to be able to comply with. So really important for us. It's a, it's a stronghold for the National Party and one that we value very much. And you were down in Southland on Friday, as you said, yep. announcing a plan that National has for the mm. TY Point smelter, which is to try and mm. delay the closure to a five-year period. What was the feedback you had from the workers? Well, workers were really excited about it. Um, we visited uh, the Yanka factory, uh, who make all sorts of things for the smelter, and the workers there were, were really excited that someone was actually thinking about them, mm. and the fact that these are you know good jobs, well-paying jobs, and the last thing you want is to have uh, 2,260 people, or even more than that, uh, on, the, on the dole. Uh, it's just ridiculous if we've got jobs for them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's no secret that the Southland electorate, yeah. which is now the Southland electorate, is traditionally blue. There's a saying mm-hmm. that you could paint a, a cow blue and it could win down here. But um, mm. as Southlands and Cluthians, they unfortunately loved Hamish Walker and then he had his unfortunate exit mm. recently. And now yeah. you've got Joseph Mooney, who's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready to go, and also Liam Kernigan for the Tai Eddie electorate. What makes you confident in these two, I guess, to a certain degree, inexperienced candidates down here? Well, actually, I was an inexperienced candidate too until I became the MP in Clevedon uh, and then later Papakura. So I think it's, uh, I've met with both uh, Joseph and I know Liam very well. You know, they're both really hardworking and what I thought was uh, Joseph in particular, uh, because he's got the Southland area, is um, experienced lawyer, knows his way around things. Um, I thought very, very nice manner and uh, obviously intelligent and hardworking. And Liam's got a very you know, good work ethic and intelligence as well. These are both very good people. And, you know, I'm one of the people who felt very sorry for Hamish uh, Walker. But there we go. You know, it's these, uh, unfortunately, there are consequences to these actions. And um, look, I think, you know, Hamish will be fine in life. There is some opposition, obviously, on your billboards that say strong team. And since the last election, National has lost a large amount of MPs and recently this year Mm -hmm. as well. I mean... What gives you such confidence in such a fresh-faced team? Well, just look at some of the people we're just talking about now coming through. Yeah. Um, and I think you know people have seen Dr Shane Retty, who many people didn't know anything much about, uh, has been in Parliament now, is in his second term, about six years he's been in. Uh, he was on the back bench before I brought him to the front bench. And I've got to say, he's a an absolute media superstar. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, these, this is just the, the, some of the quality of the people we've got. Yeah. So it's like any, you know, let's take the All Blacks, for example. Um, you know, really good players uh, leave or retire, and um, but the big secret is to make sure you've got the really good people coming forward. Um, that's not something that the other side's got. They've got um, people that they can't even trust with portfolios. So, you know, we've got plenty of people coming through. How was lockdown for you, Judith? 
Uh, well, I've uh, 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 I've skipped um, the Auckland lock, lockdown. Yes, yeah, I went yep, to Wellington, yep. so I could get around the country and do my job. Great. Um, and <laughs> I've just been back for the first time for one day, um, and I'm off to New Plymouth today to do some announcements there. So I think um, you know, I just uh, I think people in Auckland are over it, and I know mm, that the mm. in Southland everyone's saying, well, why are we in lockdown too? Why have we got number two? Um, you know, we had a public meeting or a meeting of the Super Blues, the National Party in Invercargill. Uh, only a hundred people were allowed to be there in the room. I tell you, we could have sold it over several times and um, people just really over it all. Mm. Just think government's made a mess. I think, to be fair, the general consensus from the public is that the first lockdown and the first wave of COVID-19 mm. was handled pretty good, to be honest. It was better. It was better. Yes. And I think, too, people um, had some understanding about what was going on, yeah. but it's the topping and changing of things, having the, uh, the Ministry of Business, Innovation, Employment doing the exemptions for the first time wasn't as bad as this time. Mm. The Ministry of Health is clearly you wouldn't have them in charge of what businesses should be able to operate. Um, it's just it's just a mess. That's why we need a single agency, and that's part of our plan that we've put out, saying one agency, everyone reports through to them, so somebody is actually in charge. Because at the moment it's feeling very odd, and we've had a uh, situation in Auckland where the last few days uh, we're 700,000 people were, were being told yeah, that they should yeah. go and get tested. So I just talked to my local doctor this morning to see how things were, and he said it's just a total mess, and anyone who is open the weekend is medical centres. We're just inundated with worried people that they couldn't actually test. Yeah, that was disappointing to see. Um, What's your plan? What's National's plan, I guess, surrounding borders and opening the borders once again? Well, I think the thing is to make sure that you test and you test and you test. Um, And because there's about 30%, what we've been told by the government, about 30% false negatives in these tests. So that's why you need multiple ones. Number one, don't let people get on a plane to come here unless they've tested negative. That will apparently solve about 11% of those coming in, stop that coming in. Yep. Um, that's going to keep the staff you know, and the crew, cabin crew and the pilots safe, safer and also keep the other passengers safer. But also um, it is really important to have the contact tracing and the, um, you know, something like the COVID app being used, but also the... Um, something like a COVID card for those who work in the centres. Because where the big failures have been is around not protecting the staff at those managed isolation facilities where they weren't being tested regularly. In fact, some haven't been been tested at all until all hell broke loose um, two weeks ago. So I just think that if you're going to talk about testing, you're going to talk about various things, then you actually have to do it. And that's the problem for the government. They've talked big and they got very complacent after that first lockdown. Just to wrap up, Judith, one of the biggest mm. debates down here in the south at the moment is the fresh water regulation with our yep. rural and, and even urban communities and the impact that could have mm. on all of the people around here. And people mm. are disappointed, people are angry. Words they've used is that it's impractical, rushed and unfair. Jamie Mackay, you had a chat with him, he described mm-hmm. it as a bunch of bureaucrats sitting around a table coming up with yep. a bunch of ideas. What yep. do you think farmers want when it comes down to fresh water? Everyone wants fresh water, but what yep. do you think farmers want? Well, actually, farmers want somebody who knows what they're talking about would be useful. So um, this whole national policy statement that David Parker was putting out for the Labour Party and the current government, it would do things like have to have, uh, farmers would have to have all the farms 
sowed, the crops sowed by November, the grass sowed, um, and it's too cold in, yeah. in uh, yeah. Southland for that. So, mm. you know, people who don't understand farming, but I thought one of their other strange things was you'd need a consent to, resource consent to put in one of those standoff pads. So yeah. cows, I mean, why would you do that? Why would you need to have that for consent? It's actually trying to help the situation, not hinder it. And then, you know, just adding cost to everything. What was your other really dopey one they had? I thought it was one of the dopiest was um, no more irrigation. Mm. And what they're thinking about, of course, is dairy farming. What they're forgetting is if you wanted to convert in the northern half of the North Island, wanted to convert through to, say, um, avocados or stone fruit or mandarins Mm. or something, you're Mm. going to need a lot more irrigation. So it's, you know, just totally bizarre outcomes because they didn't know what they were talking about, but they knew they needed to do something, so they rushed something out. So we've said pretty clearly that we'll, some of those will be reviewed, some of them will be gone. Um, but we're not going not gonna to do silly things just because we have a deadline to think about. Judith Collins there, the leader of the opposition. Thank you so much for your time and best of luck with the election. Thank Thanks, Connor. Thank okay, you, Judith. Bye. bye. Hokanui Breakfast with Connor Kitto.